the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Happy Friday. Cloudy little sun, still the balance of the afternoon. Pleasant day, but kind of mild. Eventually kind of cloudy tonight, low 40. Rain likely off and on tomorrow. Or at least the possibility of it. 48 the high, a little cooler on Sunday, a high of just 43. Supposed to have clouds in the morning and some sunshine, a bit of a breeze by Sunday afternoon. Flyers lost 3-2 last night in a shootout against Montreal. Flyers head coach Mike Yo talked about that loss and if there's any pauses that come out of it. Well, I think again, I, I don't think you can expect to just go out and win six one every night. This is a this is a good league. This is the team. Don't forget that went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. So, um, you know, when we talked to our group, we tried to make them understand that we have to prepare for their best for a desperate team. We got on our heels. We took a penalty early, and they they came out and established some momentum right off the hop. They were clearly the better team in the first period. Uh, Hartsey kept us in it, kept us at one nothing. But I thought as the game progressed, we got better and stronger. Flyers head coach Mike Yo on their loss to the Canadians, who have one of the worst records in the league. But to his point, they were a pretty good team last year. Uh, as far as Hartsey goes, Flyer goalie Carter Hart talked about what his focus is as a goalie at this point in the season and uh, the loss to Montreal and looking ahead as well. I just try to stop the puck uh, one, one, one shot at a time. And I mean, it's a, this one stings for sure. We sure got lost, but we got a point. And that point's huge for us right now, and and uh, we'll just build on it, learn from it, and uh, get ready for Saturday's game. Flyer goalie Carter Hart, Saturday's game tomorrow night. They're home against Ottawa at 7. Sixers lost 114-105 to Brooklyn last night. They're home Sunday evening at 8 against New Orleans. Earlier in the afternoon, the Eagles will be home against Washington at 1. Eagles defensive tackle Fletcher Cox on the game against Washington this week. I think the biggest thing is we know them, they know us. And that's, you know, we know, you know, their players, they know our players. Um, so it's probably having a couple new players, but that comes down to it. You know, the records go out of the window uh, you know, when you're playing a division game because, you know, at the end of the day, it's a division game and each team want to win. I think it comes down to, you know, what team makes the least mistakes, which team, you know, want it more, um, and which team is focused on more for four quarters. Eagles defensive tackle Fletcher Cox. Eagles wide receiver Devontae Smith. On what the team's mentality is right now at this point in the season and getting ready for the Washington game. Uh, I mean, just keep stacking. I mean, go out there every day knowing that um, right now we're fighting for the playoffs. So, I mean, every day counts. So just going out there, making sure that you get 1% better every day. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard also talking about uh, the game, including not knowing which quarterback necessarily uh, will be behind center as there's been a bit of an injury situation with Jalen Hurts and uh, Minshew coming in and doing a nice job in his relief of uh, Hertz last week or last time they played. And uh, does that does that make a difference to him as a receiver, knowing who's going to be throwing the ball to him? You know, I, I just kind of go out to practice and try to get better every day. A small 
fraction of my job is catching the ball. You know, if I do that 10 times a game and we have 50 plays, you know, you're not doing that every time. So I can improve a lot just by practicing. It doesn't matter who's back there. Is it nice to know who your quarterback is? Kind of, but it doesn't really matter. You know, just like when we played the Jets, we didn't know until pretty much game time decision who it was going to be. You know, so you just have to go out there and focus on what you can get better at each day and just not really worry about other factors that you can't control. That's Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard. I think it's fascinating, although it's kind of obvious. I never really thought of it that way. He is on the field for lots and lots of plays, and if he catches 10 passes, that's a great game. A lot of times the receiver only catches a couple or five balls a game, and the rest of the time they're not catching. The, maybe somebody else is more open or the play is designed for someone else. And so in all of the other plays where they're not catching the ball, they do have a job to do. They don't just stand and watch the other players play. So uh, he's right. You know, The vast majority of his job has nothing to do with who's throwing to him because a lot of plays the ball is not designed to go to him. Uh, so that's happening last night, by the way, in football, Kansas City 34-28 over the Chargers in overtime. There is still time. I want to put this up for you at the beginning of the program. We had Keith Getty, Keith and Kristen Getty, modern hymn writers, have done a tr- tremendous job over the years and, and lots and lots of songs, hundreds of them really, that folks sing in church. And they are doing something called Sing an Irish Christmas tonight in D.C. It's a bit of a ride for folks, but there's still time. I just checked. There's still tickets at Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., 7 to 9 tonight. Uh, You can find out more about it online, gettymusic.com. Sing an Irish Christmas features Keith and Kristen Getty. They have done this tour a number of times. We had Keith on the program a couple of weeks back talking about the power of music and in conjunction with the concert as well. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you know, singing is extremely important to God. I mean, of all the creative arts, singing is peculiarly important. The command to sing is actually the most common positive command in Scripture. That is, if we if we include praise and proclaim and all these other words. Um, so it's obviously very important to the Lord. 20% of the Bible is poetry and songs. And indeed, the Christmas story is a story that is announced and is told in songs. And that's where carols come from. Carols come from taking the Song of Mary and the Song of Zechariah, uh, and all these different songs, the Song of Anna, and 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 reenacting the Christian story from God's Word. So that's why it's important. And I think it's no surprise that so many of the great Christmas carols, from Hark the Herald Angels Sing to Little Town of Bethlehem to to um, O Come All Ye Faithful, just have so many beautiful lines which draw us to the heart of the gospel. So that, that's our hope. We, you know, I I don't I don't mean to be. Uh, over over dramatize any part of life, but but you know we live in a culture that it is less and less common to be allowed to go into the public square and talk about our faith and Christmas. And um, because of the the rich artistic heritage, I believe that Christmas has brought to our culture, um, our our governments and our culture dare not squash it totally. So it's a wonderful chance for us to go and go to Carnegie Hall the night before Washington D.C. and to go to the Skirmhorn Symphony Center and to go onto Fox Fox Television. Uh, the morning of the first DC show, and and then come to the Museum of the Bible in, in the nation's capital, and encourage you know thousands of people to sing carols together and sing the good news that Christ is born, that 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 the we- the weary world that we're living in at the minute can rejoice that the hopes and fears of all the years are met in Him tonight. That's Keith Getty again. He and his wife uh, Kristen and others will be joining together for Sing an Irish Christmas. And it's brought to you in part by Voice of the Martyrs, who we worked with last fall. That's at Museum of the Bible this evening, starting at 7 in Washington, D.C., gettymusic.com for more info on that. And this is a sample of what you may hear. This is their take on God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. 
an Irish Christmas style. It's Tim DeVos Show on WFIL. AM560, WFIL.com on the app again there in concert tonight. Museum of the Bible, 7 o'clock, Washington, D.C. Details, gettymusic.com. Tickets are still available for Sing and Irish Christmas. Quick break, and then we're looking forward to bringing on board Herb Lusk III with the Legacy Project, a program you can catch Saturday at 2.30, one of many ministries we've been talking about to encourage you to bless the ministries that bless you all year long. You've been hearing us talk about that. Simply put, as the year is coming to a close, we encourage you to take a second, go to WFIL.com and click the Programs tab. You will find many ministries there, the ones that are airing on the radio station, like Focus on the Family with Jim Daly, Legacy Project with Herb Lust III, who's coming up in a moment. Study with Friends with Holly Lazaro and many, many more. Turning Point, Dr. David Jeremiah. You know the, you know the, you know the programs that are on the station. And just to take a second to write a quick note of encouragement, perhaps a little financial gift, just something to say, hey, we're listening. We appreciate you. It comes, it comes at a great time of the year and really goes a long way. We'll be spotlighting one of those ministries in just a second again. Herb Lust III and uh, the Legacy Project, which is Saturdays at 2.30, a couple times on Sunday as well. That's on the way. We also have more to do, including now that punny, a fun pun segment to cap the program off. It's on the way today. Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, and uh, glad to have a familiar voice on in studio with us today, Herb Lust, not the first, not the second, but the third. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Man, it's good to be here, man. It's good to see you, too. Mr. Legacy Project himself, <laughs> walking the halls of the station. Man, you're too much, man. Too kind to me. You're, too look, kind. you're looking good. What's that lid on your head there? That's, that's, a, nice, that's a nice cap. Yeah, I got my nice little uh, knitted cap here even though it's warm outside you still got to stay warm that's true it's, it's warm outside and i don't think people understand that it's still winter time <laughs> well and this weekend is supposed to gradually recede into the 40s and at night listen i i can get pneumonia so fast so i wear coats when it's a little slightly warm in the winter time i just don't Okay. I don't. I don't play games there. Wow, that's a nice jacket you got. You know, you're looking like. Well, you know. at least you got to look good, right? You got to look good. At least if you can't get anything else right, you got to at least look good. Well, you you do that, and you sound good too. Folks. I appreciate it, but yeah. thank you. Legacy Project uh, has been on WFF for a couple of years now, and uh, Saturdays at two thirty is the main time. Yeah, right. Yeah. A couple of bonus airings, if you will, on yeah. Sunday, folks yeah. can check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So coming down the home stretch of the second year, yeah. how has it been for you? Because uh, even if you take a second and look back to when. When you first started the program, wow. your hopes for it, and how have things been in terms of at least the message getting across? You know, you know, Tim, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, um, that's good. When I, when I <laughs> that is good. Thank you for that. <laughs> when I first came in, I really didn't have any expectations. I really, I kind of ran from it, and you know, Mom Mary Campbell, I'll never forget it. Yes. We were at the luncheon at. Um, Bible Society. Yeah. Uh, me, her, Lorenzo. Yeah. And my dad happened to be there as well. And she leaned over to me maybe during around lunchtime and she said, hey, you should be on the air. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm busy right now. Eh, no. 
thing doing that. Hmm. But it just kind of continued to manifest itself. And then I started out and I really didn't know. And what happened is the things that were on my heart, yeah. I started to learn actually mattered. And I didn't really know until people started giving feedback. I started getting letters. And I'm thinking everything that I'm saying and doing doesn't really mean much. You, you know how sometimes it can be. Yeah. You know, you got something in your head and your mind and you're like, uh, is this really going to do anything? I mean, it just, that lets me know, you know. Sure. Uh, sometimes we're kind of our hardest critics. But when someone else says, hey, you, you don't know that, that message meant something to me. Yes. You know, I, I needed that. Thanks. So uh -oh. it's been great. I mean, I, it's been great. It's I say, been a great ride. I say that because, uh, well, and as you bring it up, I'll say once in a while on the show, the encouragement is free. Yeah. And uh, it goes a very long way. So yeah. everyone can afford to encourage. <laughs> and I, I, I even mention this because people are hearing us this month talk about bless the ministries that bless you all year long. And so yeah. the encouragement is to get in touch with even one ministry on the radio station. Yeah. Even just one and write them a two-line email or a quick note saying, I'm listening. Thank you for what you do. Uh, if you can send a note, a uh, little financial gift to help things going, yeah. that's great also, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or both, right? Yeah. But it goes much further than you think. You think everyone else is doing it, or yeah. you think like you know, the, the pastor you hear on the air, the speaker, yeah. is a robot. Like, they yeah. don't have feelings, or <laughs> they wonder, is anyone listening? Were they helped by that? Yeah. Uh, you know? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so now... so. But uh, and while I'm talking about it too, folks just tuning in to chat with Herb Lust the Third. He hosts the Legacy Project program Saturdays at 2.30 on WFIL. A couple of times as well on Sunday. You can find out about the ministry at WFIL.com. You click the programs tab and you can see all the different ministries seven days a week spelled out for you so you can get through with clickable links to find out what's going on. I'll bring up finances for a second real quick here, yeah. too, because people, again, think sometimes people think that the station just runs for free, uh, <laughs> and then huh. they, but they don't understand, oh, yeah, well, it, the Legacy <laughs> Project is paying to be on the air as much as we'd love to just have you on for free. Uh, then that means that I don't get paid and my kids don't eat or stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but it, and, and some pastors and speakers are less uh, – they're more hesitant to even talk about it. They're right. focusing on the message right. itself. Right, right. Uh, if folks wanted to help out year end, especially year end, yeah. But in general, is there a best way to get in touch with? Yeah, you? I mean, you can cash at me at Herbert Lust the Third on Cash App, um, and then you can also mail in your gifts uh, to the church seven zero four seven fourteen North Broad Street, Greater Exodus uh, Baptist Church. Sure. And just attention it to Herb Lust the Third because. There's another guy who I call Big Herb, uh, who is our senior pastor. Yes. Uh, shout out to my dad, um, Pastor Lust the second. Yes. Um, and you can do that, and, and everything will be good. Okay. Yeah. And if folks want to maybe also get in touch with you, or or if they didn't couldn't jot all that down right now while they're driving. Yeah. Uh, on Facebook is the Legacy Project. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Yeah. You can go to Legacy Project on Facebook. Send the note there. Yeah, you can send a note there, and then also you can do it on Instagram. Okay. Uh, it's H three the Legacy Project on Instagram. Okay. Um, and then you can also email me. Yeah. Uh, Herbert Lusk at yahoo.com and I'd uh, love to chat with you and let you know Does, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Go ahead. now I will say this as you're talking about resources and it's important that people get this I say this sometime at offering time in our church right uh, salvation is free but ministry ain't cheap yeah okay so <laughs> it's true you know it, it, it costs you know we can lift up the name of Jesus for free but it costs to sure. do that there's right? a lot of costs there's financial Absolutely. there's time and energy 
Oh. There's uh there's the uh, obviously it's a spiritual battle. Yeah. So there's the cost there of choosing, but it's a great cost to choose yeah. to follow the Lord every day. Yeah. Whether you see fruit or not, to be faithful and and to decide I'm going to keep going. I'm yeah. not going to quit. Yeah. Or whatever it might be. Yeah. So uh so that's an encouragement. Uh, uh you are here today getting ready for your show. Yeah. Uh, you know you're still recording some shows. You'll come over and get them prepared. Yeah. Um and so I want to catch you before you walked out, <laughs> so people could could yeah. you know because people are tuning in all the time for the first time. Yeah. So let's talk about the show itself, yeah. the heart of what the Legacy Project has been, why yeah. you wanted to be on the air, and yeah. how, it, how it's evolved. Well, the Legacy Project is really a play on words, right? I'm actually the Legacy Project. You know, yes. like my life is a project, right? We really don't know what it's going to be until it's been completed, right? We yeah. kind of think that we have this, and then it kind of evolves into this, it morphs into this. I mean, even the, the conversation that, you know, we had earlier about even the different stages that you've been in in your life, right? Yeah. Like, that's a that's a that's an array of projects uh, that right. the Lord has allowed you to be a part of. And so, the Legacy Project was really meant to, for people to get the best out of their life hmm. um, and to become the best version. You know, what is your legacy? I was asked that question uh, by a good uh, a good brother by the name of Mr. Hawkins. Okay. He asked me, he said, what do you want your legacy to be? And what do you want it to be when you're when you're done? What what do you want people to know about you? Right. Yeah. Your life should leave some fruit. Is it just he came, he eat, he ate, he slept, he worked. And then that's it. He died. That's all. No. Did you make impact? You know, what did you do? Did you help people? Did you love people? Did you lift people? Amen. And so right now we're even in uh, we're on the subject of divine disturbances. Right. And I told them that this is kind of, you know, um, this is kind of inspired by a message that my father preached 10 years ago. Uh, and I'm kind of in that divine disturbance even in my life now, which I shared with you a little earlier when we sure. were talking. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's really what I want to get. What, what is God? Right. Ephesians 2.10. Right. We are his workmanship. Right. Yeah. Creating Christ Jesus that that we are, we are ordained to walk in good works. Right. Beforehand. Which right? he prepared for Be- us. Yes. Yeah, beforehand. So you got to know that so you can walk in it. You yes. know, there's a there's a reason, there's a purpose for everything. Herb Lust the Third, I guess, here for a little bit in studio at uh, Tim DeMoss show on WFIL. Uh, and you mentioned Big Herb a, a moment ago, the Herb yeah. the Second. Yeah. He, of course, he played for the Eagles for a few years. We had yeah. both of you in studio some time ago. Had a yeah, look. we got to do that again. I don't know how we only did that once. I, I know. We got to get that guy. That guy's he's, 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 he's amazing. It was a lovely <laughs> time, and, and, and you got a lot of godliness flying around, but also a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's a, that's a cool thing. Absolutely. What's something about your dad that he's how he's rubbed off on you in terms of also your legacy project uh, oh, God. happening with regard to your your life? Oh man, I, you know, I think the um, the biggest thing that my father probably has taught me is consistency and hard work. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of things, but as a child, like you know, before people for people had all these programs, uh, before the church kind of was blooming and blossoming, like I saw him as a as a kid. So I, I would see him late in the midnight hours studying during the week, two and three in the morning. I would ask my mom, can I stay with dad? I just want to go. And we'd be at the church, and he'd be studying. He'd be praying. He'd be working on his stuff. And so that rubbed off on me. And then just his ministry, uh, compassion, uh, is a yes. huge is a huge thing. I mean, he just wants to find ways to bless people. Greater Exodus Baptist Church yeah. uh, for how he's been 
pastor there for man, 39 years. years. He's this going to be his 40th year in 2022. Wow. That might be a special dinner or something. <laughs> you know, and that's the other thing about my dad. He out a lot of pastors I know and you know this because you you know, you've attended probably pastors things and you've had people on your show, but he is like, yeah, all right, it's more about Jesus. Yes. Like it's hard to get him to sit still at his own anniversary. <laughs> like we got to like force him. Yeah. Like we literally had to force him to sit down and like hear his own impact because that's been the, the mark that he's left with me. He's like, son, it ain't about that. It's about what God allows through me. Right. Amen. Um, and people so, for people, you mentioned just yeah. so again. I I always think about listeners yeah. like I, what, I think I heard of that. What is that? Yeah, yeah. Because that's a that's an extension of what you're saying. Yeah, that's the 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 the, uh, the nonprofit social arm of our of our ministry. So uh, for years, welfare to work programs, charter school, uh, hope center, and all kinds of different things uh, where we use to engage the community. And um, he's been doing that, pastoring 39 years and over 30 years nonprofit so he's been wow he's been pulling two trains ceo founder of nonprofit pastor of greater exodus for 30 plus years and the address of that church again is, is 704-714 north broad street okay philadelphia pa 19130 that's great i'm <laughs> yeah. cycling that back in partly to <laughs> mention where the church is that he pastors yeah. but also also folks want to help out with a legacy project which you do independent you have that going saturdays yeah. at 2 30 nwfil yeah. uh, and has a couple of years now with that, if folks want to help out, uh, they can send a, a, a donation there or uh, through our site, WFL.com, and get connected or look up the Legacy Project on Facebook yeah. or just search Herb Lust the Third. Yeah. And uh, so as we come down the home stretch of the year, how are you How are you doing in terms of just uh, anything that God's been laying on your heart, your mind about, you know, who he is? Or uh, You know, the, and I, I share with you, like I'm in a, uh, what's the word right now? Well, I use it earlier, my own divine disturbance. Yeah. I mean, God is kind of shaking some things up. Yeah. And I'm learning to not try to plan for God, um, mm. to plan with God, right? Uh, when you plan for God, you're essentially asking him to co-sign what you want, <laughs> right? which is a problem. Isn't that how it works? Oh, no, that's... oh wait. Okay. Well, let me write this down. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you got to plan with him. You can't plan for him. You can't say, God, I want you to do this, 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 and this, and this without seeing what it is that he wants you to fulfill. And so, you know, Ecclesiastes says this to everything under the heaven. There's a season. There's a purpose. There's a time for everything. There's a time for this. There's a time for that. There's a time for this. And he keeps allowing me to see that there's different times. There's different reasons. Right. And I think sometimes we miss that window because we're kind of focused on our own thing and we don't realize that. There's a purpose that he has. Amen. Yeah, that's what I'm learning. Uh, Herb Lust the Third, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. I'm just thinking about the Legacy Project program, 2.30 Saturday afternoons, also uh, a couple times on Sunday. Is there a place um, where people can listen to previous episodes? Well, that's what we're working on now. Okay, getting some. Uh, that's what we're working on now. We're getting that, and we're going to be setting up my website and my podcast and things so people can uh, chime. That's, and, and Tim, and I told you this, <laughs> I'm kicking myself now because there's a lot of people who have written me, Yeah. and what I've had to do is I've had to give them my notes, which sometimes I really don't have. Sometimes I come in here and the Lord just, I mean, I, today, you know, I just shot. Yeah, sure. Sometimes it's like that. Yes. Um, but I haven't uh, been able to give 
you know, what I've been distributing, which is a problem. Because people well, learn through repetition, right? Sure. You know, yes. you didn't you didn't just learn, you know, songs or math or history. You didn't learn it by somebody telling you one time. Like you heard it over time. Okay, this is how you do it. Okay. Yes. This, okay. Red means stop at the traffic light. You didn't just learn it one time. Stop sign means stop. You yes. Know? Yellow means slow down, yield. Green means go. You know, and there's a reason why you had to learn that. It's a great point because um Every now and again, I'll re-air a program yeah. from the past, yeah. and I sometimes I feel like I'm cheating <laughs> by doing that, and there are different reasons I'll do it. Yeah. Sometimes it's because I really want that particular message out there again, yeah. but sometimes it's also because I'm the program director of two radio stations, yeah. and I have a lot to do. Absolutely. And so some days it's just like I need to I have to manage my priorities. Yeah. And I talked to my dad about that, and he said, Tim, if a sermon is really good, not that the mm. show is a sermon, but then then it can be preached again multiple times. And, and that led to somebody, I forget where it was, but the pastor said he preached the same sermon every week for four to six weeks till mm. he felt everyone got it. Mm. <laughs> like the same you, sermon. But you know what, though? Th- that's how we probably should do it, you know? Yeah. We preach something one time. And, and even on Sundays, right, you can't say everything all in one message. Sure. And I, people can only retain so much, right? You know, what is the attention span of an average adult? What, 15 minutes or 25 minutes, something like that? What was that? What did you say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like, all right, after a while, it's like, all right, I got food on the stove at home. Oh, no, I got in-laws visiting me this week. Sure. Oh, I got to get that work done at my job. Oh, God, I'm supposed to do this. And so now while you're getting these lessons, you're hearing this sermon, your mind is all over the place. So sometimes you have to hear things. I think it, um, I think it's Rick Warren. Um, who does this, and obviously his people will correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Rick Warren does Bible study on Sunday night, but it's based upon his message that he preaches on Sunday morning. Yeah. So he doesn't wait until Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to kind of reiterate it. He does it in the morning, yes. and then at night he comes and says, okay, now let me teach on this for a little bit so you can get what it is that I was saying to you this morning. For sure. And I think what that does is, you keep hearing it. You keep hearing it. Go, oh, that's what he was saying. I missed that earlier. Yeah. Oh, that's the dot that I missed to connect the whole picture. Well, and to say all that, so uh, to tie this up, this thought up, uh, folks just tuning in, we chat with Herb Lust III. He hosts the Legacy Project program, which is Saturdays at 2.30, yeah. also a couple times on Sunday. Um, to, to help people get a little backstory, like, the, you know, in a way you're a one-armed paper hanger. Like, you know, you've got all these things you're doing. Yeah. The message itself yeah. But even to put stuff on social media yeah. and to manage um, oh, helping God. raise support for the program and all that, it's a lot. So, it's a lot you know, to do. It is. So to get the previous couple years worth of yeah. messages, that's a project. And so, you know, A, people could please pray for Herb yeah. the third here with, with all of that. Yeah. Um, and I mention it again, too, if you want to help support the program, uh, go to uh, our site, WFIL.com, and click on the program guide link. You can find the Legacy Project there, or you can go to the Legacy Project on Facebook. There are yeah. different ways you can find. Um, but even if somebody, and I say this with, with the Legacy Project or any of the ministries on the station, 
Keep in mind, if you could even do something for any of the ministries yeah, where please. you do 5 or $10 a month or $20 yeah. a month, something that maybe is like, okay, I don't have a lot, but I'll do something. Yeah. And if you spread it monthly, it actually is a good thing. While it's lovely to have folks donate to the different ministries you hear in the station where you give $100 or $500 or $2,000 all at once, that's yeah. great too. But I would bet it helps a, a ministry plan because they have – 30 or 50 or 100 people doing 5 or $20 a month. And now you kind of know, okay, here's what I'm working with. Right. And you know, my mom always used to say, many hands make light the work. Yeah. And I say this whenever we do partner with different ministries, like yeah. Preborn, we're coming up in January to help yeah. raise for, for ultrasounds. Like I'd rather have hundreds of listeners do one yeah. ultrasound than one person do a thousand ultrasounds by yeah. him or herself. Yeah. You know? So I just encourage people with that to, yeah. to, uh, to come alongside your ministry and the other ones you've been hearing us talk about uh, throughout the throughout the week. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Well, that's a lot of good stuff, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for what God is doing. He's never failed. He never will. Amen. It's, he's going to always work it out. He just, he's been doing it. Yeah. And by the way, I was just going to, I forgot to ask you what the, in terms of the legacy project itself, yeah. Uh, do how what have you found? This is like a little PS, I guess, to our conversation. But yeah. what have you found uh, as as you were describing the Legacy Project itself, and you are the Legacy Project, and and God's work in you. Yeah. Do you find um, that people in everyday life don't necessarily have that perspective? Like uh, sometimes educating people, just making them aware of something, yeah. it helps them realize. Oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, most people don't see their life as a project. They don't see their life as yielding something, giving something, right? Yes. So when you look at uh, a person's life, like they were born here, they died here, that dash in between. Yeah. What did you do? What, I mean, what can we say about you? Yeah. You know, it's not enough to say, oh, he's, you know, he was a man or he was a woman or. Right. You know, like what. What did you leave? And yeah. that's the legacy project. Like you want your life. I think it's, there's a passage, I think in Proverbs that says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's in Proverbs, but I, I know that that's the scripture. And, uh, but it's, it's just so important that right leaves an inheritance. What, what is he passing down to the generation? Like, you know, there, yeah. there's something that's left. I mean, even Jesus left something. Like he left his mark on society. Amen. I mean, everybody has to leave something. People that passed generations ago, we still talk about them, right? Yes. We're still talking about uh, some of the things that people have done 40, 50, 60,000 years ago. Yeah. We're still going back to, hey, this is what happened. And, and time, you know, your legacy will speak through time. Well, and you said something earlier, maybe just to close on this, is uh, – who did you help? Who did you love? I think about that, my legacy. Yeah. Uh, every now and again. And I think about my wife's legacy. Mm. My wife is actually, you know, we have complimentary gifts and some of them are the same, but some are different. Yeah. She is, I think that when I die, mm. uh, I think I'll have people who, you know, come to my funeral who are sad and all that. I think there's going to be an element to when I die mm. that people will say, did you hear Tim DeMoss died? Mm. I think when my wife passes, whenever that is, mm. people are going to, I don't want to compare us, but I think they're going to be sadder 
Mm. Because my wife is such a giver mm. and she's invested, I love investing in people, but yeah. I invest in people with kind of a, a structure. Yeah. So I'll say, I can't help that person yet because I'm helping this person and I want to help the other person well. So yeah. like I kind of... I, yeah. I would be more the person who'd walk by the Simpsons. Yeah. I wouldn't be the good Samaritan a little bit. I'd be like, I'll come back for you later. I, I, I do want to help you, but I'm yeah. not ready. Yeah. Uh, but my wife, I think, I think there's going to be more of a, they yeah. just, they, they gravitate to my wife because they know she's a quick giver, a quick yeah. lover of people. And yeah. I want to be more like that so that my yeah. legacy has more of, yeah. I, I'm miss, I'm going to miss being loved by Tim, not. I'm going to miss being intellectually loved by Tim. Yeah. Does that makes sense? No, no, no. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. And I think, you know, you asked me about the symmetry of my father. That's where the the legacy project for me is a combination of, you know, God first, but then my parents. That's how my mom is. Hmm. My mom's legacy is that, you know, um, that she just gave. She just gives. Just, here you go. Yeah. It's like. There you go. I get annoyed. Yeah. When my wife does that. So literally like, why did you give two dozen eggs to that person? <laughs> we don't really know very well who happened to drop off our daughter. And well, cause it, cause I just wanted to give him something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that means we don't have the eggs. Now. <laughs> I mean, I do think that we're like, all right, I want to measure it first. Listen, all right. You can give her six eggs. <laughs> I, I completely understand. I completely understand. Man, that is, that is a, I, I pray I have a wife like that one day. Hmm. That that is amazing to hear you say. That yeah. that's that's really amazing to hear you say. Thanks for the reminder because I need I need <laughs> that reminder. Yeah, you know I do need. I mean I'm very grateful for my wife, but yeah. I, that's where we actually have some tension sometimes because I want to feel like <laughs> I even said to her earlier today, honey, I love the things you're talking about. I'm not against them. <laughs> yeah, I just want to feel ready for them. And sometimes I feel like I mean like. We did what? You lent the car to who? You yeah. did what? Uh, okay, I guess so. But now I don't know what I'm going to do on Saturday. We'll figure it out. So, uh, yeah. Well, amen. Amen yeah. to that. Yeah. Folks, been tuning in. Uh, Herb Lust the Third, our guest. The Legacy Project is the program. You can catch it 2.30 Saturday afternoons on WFIL. If you'd like to help support the ministry, again, WFIL.com. Go to the program guide uh, tab, and then you can scroll through and look for Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. You can click through the ministry there or go to uh, the, the Legacy Project on Facebook. Or your email address again was simply Her- uh, Herbert Lusk at yahoo.com. Okay, and yeah. it's uh, L-U-S-K. Yeah, L-U-S-K. And, and uh, that's good. By the way, this is my double P-S, Herb the First. I don't know anything about Herb the First. Well, I will tell you this. Um, I know your dad. <laughs> well, Herb the First, as I affectionately call him, the blueprint. Um, and he he really, the compassion, the love, the belief, the strength, uh, his nickname was the Lion Chaser. Really? Um, and he just went after projects. He was the moderator of churches in Northern California at one point. Hmm. Um, he pastored the same Baptist church for uh, close to 60 years. Wow. Uh, he's an amazing, amazing testament. Wow. Uh, he had a nonprofit in the 70s. I mean, he was doing stuff way before his time. Um, and uh, he passed a few years ago. Hmm. Um, but uh, he's, man, he he made an impact on all of us. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 
Hey, thanks for hanging out today. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. You and your special knit cap there. <laughs> that looks good. Thank you, man. Look, I got to get you one. I got to get you a Do you like one. my sweater? I love that sweater, man. I'm I like actually, that color on you, man. I actually didn't like your hat that much. I was fishing for compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, man. I didn't get it. I didn't get that. No, I didn't get that hint. <laughs> I just realized I had the sweater on, actually. I didn't even that think That sweater looks it. great on you, man. <laughs> looks great. Well, thanks. Please <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, Herb Lowe's the third in the Tim DeMar Show. Back with more in just a moment, WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It is 447 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Looking forward to our fun Now That's Punny segment in just a few minutes. Briefly want to take a second to thank folks who took time to pray for our family. I'm not sure if you heard, I only mentioned, I think, once on the air. Our daughter, Tori, had spinal fusion surgery on December 1st in Miami. She has severe scoliosis, or shall I say she had severe uh, scoliosis, and it was starting to compromise her overall health, including breathing and her rest, uh, the uh, pulmonary part of her body. And in any case, it was very serious surgery, and uh, I may take some time next week to share a little bit more about that because there's really a lot of things God did over the last several weeks with that but it went very well and the Lord brought us home from Miami on Wednesday a couple days ago that trip went very well and uh, it was kind of funny because her stroller actually tested positive for explosives at the TSA check it getting on the plane the alarm didn't go off but it was uh, one of the agents pulled us aside and said uh, I've got to talk to you and it turns out that one of the medications she's taking has something in it that also can be part of an explosive device. And thankfully, we were able to get through that and uh, on the way home as part of the part of the fun of the trip. But most importantly, she is home. Greatly appreciate your prayers. And if you would, please pray for her because she's still in pain. She had a, you know surgery basically from the bottom of her neck to the top of her butt. You know, opened her up and 32 screws and... She's looking a lot better, and I think she's doing a lot better, but her body has a lot of healing to do. So if you would, please take time to pray. Thank you again to those who did. It was a very powerful time of God moving, not just in our daughter, but in and through the whole situation. So I'll share more about that when I have a little more time to do so next week. But in the meantime, I want to take care of our final break and then come back and do our wonderful pun segment. Now that's punny. It's on the way in just a moment. WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show. Time for Now That's Punny. Woohoo! And Doug's back to help out. Hello. Our production director, Doug Schaub, does a fine job every day. And uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's, All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's start with some Christmas ones. Okay. All right? Yes. They're not very good, but they're Christmassy. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> I know what button to push now. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, why does Santa Claus go down the chimney on Christmas Eve? I don't know, Tim. Why? Because it suits him. Okie dokie. Why don't I hear the uh, buttons going off here? I don't know. Hold on. Try it again. Does it work? There we go. All right. It's a crowd pleaser. Thank you. All right. Doug, what do you call people who are afraid of Santa Claus? 
Mm, that's a tough one. Claustrophobic. <laughs> Very good. Breakfast time, come breakfast time, what do snowmen eat? Uh, I got an idea, but go ahead. Go ahead, you can ruin it. Uh, snowballs? Snowflakes. Snowflakes. With honey. Just, that's how I do my contracts. Doug, what do you call an elf that runs away from Santa's workshop? I'm not sure what. A rebel without a clause. I was going to go early on that one. <laughs> <laughs> what do Santa's little helpers like to eat on a cold day at the North Pole? Crickets? <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Alphabet soup. You're killing me, Sloth. <clears throat> I love soup, especially on a cold day, which this weekend is going to have uh, be a little chilly this weekend. Uh, all right, let's leave those behind. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, when telling a pizza joke, remember, it's all in the delivery. Thank you. Uh, I hope these get better soon. Real soon. I run out of buttons. (laughs) Are you a Marvel fan? Comics? Yeah, yeah, and the the films and all that. Yes, the films, yes. I, I really don't understand why Marvel doesn't use the Hulk to advertise more. That's incredible. He's basically one big banner. Oh. Come on, you can fake like them. You can even hit like a nice one or how about a rim shot. Okay, I'm looking for that. My yeah, wife, yeah. Tina, asked me the other day where I got so much candy. Right? I have it in my office. Sorry. I I, I said, I always have a few twicks up my sleeve. Mm. Actually, I'm just finishing the Halloween candy now, this week. Yikes. All right, only up from here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Your kids are grown. What are you doing? I'm, I'm just holding it for them. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, it's, well, kind of. It's easy to convince the ladies not to eat Tide Pods, but harder to deter gents. Come on, give me a good one! No. All right, how about a classic to okay. break the ice? Speaking of which. Doug, how do you find Will Smith in a snowstorm? You look for the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Hoping for snow soon. That's a Philly connection. We can laugh at that. Yes. By the way, I don't know if you know this, back in the day, we've known each other a long time. I used to run a dating service for chickens. Mm-hmm. I had to stop, though, because I was struggling to make hens meet. What would you do with a brain if you had one? <laughs> back in college, uh, I had a girlfriend who broke up with me, of all things, because of my obsession with pasta. At the time, it made me feel cannelloni. I'd leave on that one. <laughs> Wait, I've got more great ones, really. <laughs> no, you're coming off the stage right now, sir. Here comes the hook. I, I got complimented on, my, on, my, on the positive side. I got complimented on my parking today. Really? Yeah. Someone off the sweet note on my windshield said, parking fine. <laughs> <laughs> I did get in trouble with the law this week, in all seriousness. Uh, cops said, I am arresting you for downloading the entire Wikipedia. I said, wait, I can explain everything. <laughs> Double header there. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's now that. Funny. Thank you, Doug. Have a wonderful weekend. You too. All right, Doug Schaub on our fine broadcast today. It's Tim DeMoss Show. Wrapping some loose ends up. Don't forget Keith and Kristen Getty in concert tonight in Washington, D.C. Still time to get to the show, depending on where you are, 7 o'clock. 
for their sing, an Irish Christmas. And uh, it's brought to you in part by Voice of the Martyrs. Details at gettymusic.com. Also, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle is happening. And that uh, wraps up Monday. You could have your mortgage or rent paid for all of 2020. Uh, all of 2022, up to $15,000. So get entered. In fact, you can enter every day, you know, right through the weekend, including Monday. So jump on board with that. Bonus entry opportunities, too. It's not too late. Sponsored by Brian Chevrolet in Jenkintown, which we're very grateful for. There's a Christmas Mortgage Miracle banner right on our homepage where you can uh, can do that. Let's see. What else? Oh, a girl named Tom. It's actually a group. Siblings, two brothers and a sister. They just won season 21 of The Voice earlier this week. We were going to have them on the program today, but uh, I believe their father, actually, on a serious note, is is ill. And so he, uh, the family just had to kind of call off the interview, but we're hoping to have them on this coming Monday. Uh, Great sounds. Look them up if you get a chance. Girl Named Tom is the name of the group. Uh, and also, just found out the Eagles game has been moved. It was supposed to be this coming Sunday afternoon at 1. Instead, it's going to be Tuesday evening at 7. Uh, I guess I think Washington especially has had a number of players with COVID, and they can't, I'm not sure how many players have been affected, but it's, it's affecting a number of teams and games. And so a rare Tuesday night football deal coming up for the Eagles this week. So no Eagles game Sunday at 1. Instead, it's Tuesday night at 7. Encourage, if you have a second, swing by WFIL.com. Bless the ministries that bless you all year long. Just to leave you on, on this note, this thought, we have many ministries. Somebody Loves You with Raul Reese. Family Talk with James Dobson. Straight from the Heart with Joe Foch. In Touch with Charles Stanley. Seculo Live with Jay Seculo. Grand Old Gospel Hour with Tony Hart. Just a few of many. Would you take a second sometime over the weekend, go to WFL.com, click the Programs tab, and pick one. And just send them a quick note of encouragement. If you can add a little financial gift, that's a bonus. Just let them know you appreciate them, and uh, that would really be wonderful. It's called Bless the Ministries that Bless You All Year Long. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.